Shalom Aleichem, everyone, and welcome to Yartzat Yomi. Today's edition of Yartzat Yomi is dedicated Lili Nishmas, Reb Moshe Nussbaum Zatzal, Moshe Yezid Ben Ephraim, whose Yartzat is today Yudalad El Te Nishmas Itzror Bitzror Hachaim. Yudalad El Erev Sukkot is the Yartzat of the Kajnitz of Magid, Reb Yisrael Hopstein, who was born in 1737 and was nifter in 1814. Reb Yisrael was the founder of Kajnitz Chasidus, and he was a noted Hasidic leader in Poland during the late 18th and 19th and early 19th centuries. And he was from the youngest Talmidim of Reb Daiber, the, the, the Medrich Magid, and he was also Talmud of Remailech Milizhinsk, from the earliest Talmidim of the Talmide Balshemtov. And Reb Yisrael wrote many books on Hasidus and Kabbalah, what run on Shas. And the story of his uh, preceding his birth is actually one of interest. The Balshemtov was once sitting uh, with his Talmidim uh, one Friday night, and the Balshemtov began to laugh. Of course, after Shabbos, he was asked why he laughed, and he said, I'll, I would like to tell you, but first you come to me, you'll, you'll have to come with me, and then you'll find out what you want. And Abal Shem Tov called his, one of his, one of his Misharsim, he told him to trip the wagon, and all they all climbed into a wagon, traveled the whole night. In the morning, they arrived in a little, vil- little village, and Abal Shem Tov said that Shabsi the bookbinder, and his wife should be brought back out to him. Rav Shabsi was advanced this year, they weren't a young couple anymore, and they immediately came to see the Baal Shem. And he turned towards the bookbinder and he said, No, tell me what you did on Lel Shabbos. Bookbinder began his story. He said, I, I, I'm a craftsman. I'm, I used to earn a living with my hands. And every Thursday, my wife and I would go to the market. We would buy whatever we need for Shabbos and we would have enough. I would work hard. And on Friday, I would leave my work at 10 o'clock in the morning and prepare for Shabbos. I would go to the shul early. And that's what I did my entire life. But now I'm old. And if Shabbos is telling the Baal Shem and his Talmidim, I don't have strength to work. And, but I never asked for any gifts from anyone. Hashem always helped me to honor Shabbos. But last last Friday, uh, this past day of Shabbos, I didn't have a, I didn't have a penny. But I decided that it was better to fast than to ask anyone for help. And my Rebetzin, who was an upright woman, she promised to abide by my decision. I went to shul early as always, which is my usual practice, and I stayed there. And when I went home, I saw I saw the Shabbos candles were lit. And when I arrived, I saw the table was set with all the delicacies, all the regular things that we would have for Shabbos. And I was certain that my wife didn't fail to keep her promise of not asking anyone for help. But so I immediately, I recited Kiddush. And my wife told me, you remember that you're, you had an old coat with nice silver buttons that we lost a while ago? Well, I found it and I sold the buttons. And with the money, I purchased everything we needed for Shabbos. So I was filled with joy. And I danced together with my Rebetzin in Akar Satayv that we were able to make Shabbos without asking for help from people. So when he finished the story, the Baal Shem Tov said to his Talmidim, he said, you see... This is why I was laughing. And now, Shapsi, what's your, what, what, what is your request? If Shapsi asked the Baal Shem Tov to uh, give him a bracha for a child, and Baal Shem Tov gave him a bracha, and of course, a year later, in 1739, a son was born to Reb Shapsi. I'm sorry, in 1737, a son was born to, to this Reb Shapsi. Now, this son was, uh, was, was born to Rav Shapsi's old age, but uh, he became, he, he was an extremely gifted child. He knew many Masichtas by heart, and even he learned by Rav Shmelka of Nicholsburg. And when Rav Chaim Belazhin met him, he found, he said, he's a Baki Bechol Chadre Atayra. And the, he grew to become very famous. He was very, very sought, after, sought out by all, all types of Yidim from all over the globe. And um, he taught us, Talmudim, to have tremendous faith and trust in Hashem, tremendous amuna. 
And it's interesting that he himself gave a bracha to many childless couples. There was once one uh, poor person who lived with his wife for more than 10, 10 years, and they had no children, and they were, they were advised to go to the Kajat Samagid. And they asked him to give a bracha. He said, you want a bracha? You have to give me 52 gold pieces. Gamachia Ben, you have to give me 52 gold pieces. And the, the, this poor person said, 52 gold pieces? The rich people have that kind of money. I don't have 52 pieces. But the Kajat Samagid said, no. You want a son? You have to give me 52 gold pieces. Finally, he, 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 he turned to his wife. He said, let's go. He's not, you know what? We're going to, Hashem will help us without the Magid's bracha. Oh, the Kajan Samagid said, ah, Gavaldig, Lech, Lashom, you're going to have a child because you turned to Hashem instead of me. So now you'll be Zeich to have a child. And of course, the words of the Tzaddik were fulfilled because he was showing them how great is the power of Amuna in HaKadosh Baruch. Of course, we're entering now into the Yantif of Amuna, into the Tzela Hemnusa, and it's so appropriate that the Schus of the Tzaddik, Rabbi Yisrael Hapstein, the Kajnitz Samagid, should stand uh, towards our merit, to a beautiful Chag Sameach, the Chag of Amuna in HaKadosh Baruch. Yehi Baruch, Zuchus Yogan